Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on. Dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, nothing changes about that. Nothing changes about that. Man, I was just uh, getting ready to come on the air this morning. And I was just thinking, man, I was just having a reflective moment of just how really good God has been to me. I, I just, it's, 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 man, let me just say that again. How really good God has been to me. And here's the cold part, in spite of myself. You understand, in spite of all my shortcomings, in, in spite of all of my flaws, in, 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 in spite of all of what anybody has said about me, <laughs> God, through his grace and mercy, just keeps me anyway. So many of us are exceptional people, but we refuse to just go ahead and be exceptional. We we settle for the ordinary. We follow the pack. We try to fit in. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, I've heard my wife say this to, to my children all the time when she was scolding them or talking to them. She'd be talking to them about leadership. You know, why are you following everybody when God clearly made you to lead? So many of us are born and so many of you are born to be exceptional people, but we always trying to follow the pack. Why would you try to fit in? Why would you try to be uh, like everybody else? Be ordinary. Why would you follow the pack? 
when God has created you to be exceptional. The, the key word in exceptional is accept. You ever, you ever done this right here? You, you know, everybody did that except me. Everybody felt that way except me. Everybody said that except me. Everybody want, wanted that except me. Everybody went over there except me. Everybody jumped in except me. Except me. See, why have you said that in your life if you were not to be exceptional? See, you got to say everybody except me. At one point in your time, I don't know who ain't done it. You know, everybody wanted, everybody voted no except me. See, so you, you, you're, not, you're not created to follow the pack. You ain't created to fit in. You ain't created to, uh, you know, to be ordinary. You were created to be exceptional. As exceptional as your fingerprint on your finger is, you were created to be exceptional. Why not make this the year that you go head on and be exceptional? Why won't this be the year that you decide in your mind? But just has to be a decision that we make now. We're not following the pack no more. We're not trying to fit in no more. We ain't settling for ordinary no more. We're going to be exceptional. But, you know, you got, you got to go ahead and follow that. You got to get on the exceptional path because that's what you were created for. Why be ordinary? You know, but all of this, this comes, it has to start with a thought. You got to first think something. Thoughts become things. A man is as he thinketh. That's all you will ever be. So what are your thoughts today? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of ordinary thoughts? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of fitting in thoughts? So why you want to be like everybody else? Why you want to be ordinary when you could possibly be extraordinary with a change of your mind? a change of your venue, and you don't have to be any other kind of way just because my mama was this way or my daddy was this way or this the school I went to, this what race I belong to, this my sexual preference, this my this, this my that. Well, well how, many, how, many, how many excuses you need? How many, how many excuses? What, 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 what you, what's it going to be this year that we let another 365 days slip by without improving our condition, our place, our spot, our life, the quality of life we have. We cannot afford to keep letting all these years go by without changing. You're an exceptional person. How many times have you sat up and said, everybody did that except me? You know, I was the only, everybody jumped in except me. I told them, I knew it. Everybody voted for that except me. And now look at them. Man, it seemed like everybody went that way except me. Okay, do you get it? Do, do, do you understand what's being said to you? That old except me is because couldn't it be because you're an exceptional person and it's time for you to take control of that? It's time for you to start thinking different? It's time for you to start acting on what you think? It's time for you to start doing something about it? It's time for you to stop taking each and every day that God gives us for granted and letting them go by the wayside like you got plenty more. Well, you may have plenty more, but guess what? What you wasting the ones you got for? I got you young and you, and you feel like you're going to live forever. Yeah, okay, cool. 
But let me ask you something. See, here, 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 here go the part about suppose you do live. See, see, everybody worrying about dying, but I got news for you. Suppose you keep on living. You want to keep living in the condition you in now? You want to keep living with the money you got now? You want to keep living with the relationship you got now? You want to keep living by yourself like you are now? You want to keep wanting the right relationship, the right man, the right woman, but you keep getting the wrong one? You want to keep doing that for the rest of your life? Problem ain't dying. This problem is if you keep on living. Who wants to keep on living just the way they are right now? And if you can say, I'm cool with I am just the way I am right now, then cool. This conversation ain't for you. I ain't got no problem with that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Greatness ain't for everybody. Being exceptional ain't for everybody. Becoming extraordinary ain't for everybody. Heck, becoming successful ain't for everybody. I got it. And you can come up with a way to justify your non-existence and your ordinary life all you want. And that's fine and dandy. I ain't got no problem with it because some people just going to be regular. Some people just going to follow the pack, follow the crowd. Some people just wants to fit in. But if you're not that person, if you want to be extraordinary, if you want to be exceptional, if you want to be, if you want to dare to be great at something, then you got to change your mindset. You got to get with your creator and find out what he created you for. You got to quit thinking of things just in your own thought process. You know, lean not to your own understanding. I don't know where that is, but it's in there somewhere. See, and once you lean, if if, if you lean to your own understanding, you know what it's going to do? It's going to limit you, man. It's going to limit you. Why not see what God got for you? I would rather know what God got for me than to think of all the things I could because I can't outthink him. I didn't tried it before. All right? It's just the beginning. We're going to have a good one, man. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention, please. This is the beginning of a new day. This is the start of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let us begin. Three, two, one. What's up, Shirley? Hey, what's up, Steve? <laughs> Carla? What's going on, Steve? Hey, crew. Hey, Julia. Big dog. What's that? What's going on? on the porch. Nephew Tommy. <laughs> Doggy dog. I see what. <laughs> you sound like you're on the porch and we're passing by. And you're but ain't nothing like the porch. Ain't nothing like the porch. Drive that thing. Drive that thing, boy. You're <laughs> <laughs> so crazy, Steve. Oh, so hey, crazy. No, no, Monica. Monica. Oh, oh, you act like you don't know nobody. <laughs> oh, we ain't look cute there, girl. Walking by, I don't want to holler back at a porch. <laughs> on the porch. <laughs> Bobby Womack. <laughs> if you think you're lonely now, tonight. Yeah. I love it. If you think yeah. you're not, you know, I think I'm going to go down the store and get me a watermelon. <laughs> That's what you got to tell Now, now let me ask you something. When you, no, I got when, you, watermelon. when you thump a watermelon, what you listening for? No, I don't thump watermelons. Boy. I know how to pick watermelons. Oh, I thought you were supposed to thump them. I no, dog. What you going to tell about a thump? This is how you pick a sweet watermelon. Okay, how do you where the stem it? comes out, the bottom, where it has the stem on yeah, it, yeah. or where the stem mm-hmm. used to be. Uh-huh. If you see a lot of, you know, those veins? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The little veins on the outside, that's sugar content. Oh. Mm. oh. So that means it's a sweet, ripe that's right. watermelon. That's okay. right. Okay. Now, you can pick a sweet one that don't have it. 
Because mm-hmm. so like them dark green ones don't oftentimes show a lot of veinage. Mm-hmm. But when you pick them light green with them long ones, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. Old school. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, huh? huh? That that right there? <laughs> when it got a lot of brown veins coming around off that stalk, that stem, that sugar content. So that means it's right That's how you ready. pick. Okay. Boy, now, so if they, you got... They thump them down south. I didn't... That, yeah, so, well, you know, yeah, you don't, you don't know how to store. do that because you don't buy enough of them. You don't grow them. If you grow watermelons, you can thump them. But you don't okay. know what you even looking for. Well, okay, yeah, when what, they thump, what you looking for? Yeah, that's what I'm I don't know. I don't know what I'm listening for. So now you just thump it. <laughs> <laughs> you finna take this ragged-ass watermelon right on to the house. <laughs> and and are, we doing, are we doing seeds or seedless? Because I like seeds. No, it, it, see, there's no watermelon that don't have seeds in it. All watermelons got seeds. But, but yeah, but you know they have seedless watermelons. At it, the that's gemet- genetically that? modified, surely. I can read. Well, yeah, yeah I know. It's at but, a store like yeah, that. It, yeah, I know, but that ain't the real. them out then. But that ain't the real. Real watermelons have seeds in it. Right, oh, real fruit. That's what I thought. Let me tell you something. Go to Africa and, and you be trying to find seedless watermelon the whole time you over there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like known. seeds. I want the yeah. seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a little country lesson on how to pick a watermelon. That's vein content. Yeah, because we give, because we buy, we approaching watermelon season. Yes, when is it exactly? Because June. Ready. June. Oh, okay. it's June. All right. <laughs> July to September, your ass. That's watermelon time. Come on now. All right, coming up in 32 minutes after Woo! the hour, Sister Odell is in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is Women Crush Wednesday. Our girl, Sister Odell, you hear her. She is here in the building. <laughs> Sounds happy, too. Wait until tonight. If you think you're lonely now. Bobby Womack. Woo. I know. Get his greatest hits album. Boy, please. his daddy. Who's no, his daddy? Throwback. Throwback Womack. Throwback Womack. <laughs> Throwback Womack. <laughs> <laughs> How did you meet him, Sister Odell? Well, before I got saved, I was a, a bartender at a blues club. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and Throwback what? used to come in there and order four shots of gin Ooh. in a glass. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And just take them all and just throw them back. Throwback. Throwback. That's why I got his name. Throwback Womack. Hence the name. Throwback. Yes. No. What's going on, everyone? What y'all well, talking about? Well, how was your Easter? How was your Easter? Good. Yeah. It was special, you know, saving souls, going around, reminding them of what the holiday was about. Got that name. What did you, you think? We finna cancel Easter? Because a lot of people ain't here? Well, let me ask you this, Sister Odell. I know you you normally wear white every Sunday. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So what did you wear this Easter? I mean, you know, because the Easter triple white, so beautiful triple, triple white. white. Triple white. I wore white on white stockings. I had some lace, some ones that was white on white that had a pattern in them. I wear my pattern pantyhose for Easter. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? These don't have support in them. Oh, mm. oh. and you okay. need support, right? Well, for my ankles and stuff, but I let it. I let them have it this Easter, though. 
Went switching Let's around, dropped my off, and then almost knocked the whole table over. <laughs> and, and speaking of Easter, Sister Odell, were, uh-huh. you able, were you able to catch the versus battle with, with uh, Steve? Girl, I was right there. And, That's Steve and them Island brother winning far. Yes, Ooh, ma'am. Oh, Lord have mercy. What'd you think? See, that that was good. That was good, sweetie. That was uh-huh. good. You enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sweet. I knew all of them. You know, I knew Ronald's daddy. Oh, did you? Really? What was his name, Sister Odell? Who Who's daddy? Ron, Ronald, Ronald Isley. Oh, Big Ron. Big Ron. Oh, just oh, Big Ron. Ron. Uh-huh. Big Ron. Ooh, we used to call him Bo Ron. Bo Ron. Bo Ron. You know, that's what there used to be a gas called that. Bo Ron gas. Oh, mm. okay. What did you think about Ron Isley's uh, outfits? Girl, wasn't he something had all you young snappers wanting that, didn't he? <laughs> sugar daddy, right. sugar daddy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Turn him out, turn him out. Come on, Ron. Generation. Ron was something else, boy. 79 years old, still smooth. Black yes. don't crack. Smooth as butter. Then Earth, Wind, and Fire was sitting there. I knew yes. all that. I knew they. I know the group that made them who they were. Their daddies had a group, too. Oh, all yeah, the Earth, Wind, and Fire. They, they, Maurice and uh, Maurice Verdina's brothers, you know. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. And their daddy had the first group. Oh, what was, what was the name of that group? That was Thunder, Lightning, and Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you got all eight hits, don't you? Thunder, they like thunder, lightning, and sleep. Thunder, lightning, and sleep. And sleep. Yeah, that was a group right there. Uh-huh. What they had some hits. Oh, did they? Where, where did Verdine get his hair from? From his from Verdine got his hair from his granddaddy. Oh, his granddaddy. Yeah. Geraldine yeah, White. <laughs> There was some confusion in the family. Just leave it at that. Who? Verdine White's granddaddy's name was Geraldine White. <laughs> and that's where he got the hair from. But Thunder, Lightning, and Sleet had some hits, boy. Wow. Well, like what? Oh. I mean, I, I'm not Let's familiar with Let's run them. tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> to the twinkle light. <laughs> for the starlight. And the moon is bright. You better sing, sister. Let's run tonight. It was an escape song. Oh, man. Oh, and then oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire came out with Get Away. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. they everything Thunder, Lightning, and Sleet did, they came back with another hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, uh, not to be ignored or overlooked, Mr. You Steve running Harvey. off and you can't deny. You know what? <laughs> You're not going to do this. You had to run, even though you wanted to ride. <laughs> yeah. I cannot. I'm leaving. This you way. run from hounds like they really bad. Okay. <laughs> but you better run there on your ass. <laughs> 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 Well, I was going to ask you, and you, we talked about Ron Isley and Verdine's hair, mm-hmm. of course, and Earth, Wind, and Fire and stuff. But, you know, Steve was there, and he was pretty sharp, too, now. He was he so boy, that boy had on an Easter purple. Yes, yes. What would you think, purple. Sister Odell? Uh-huh. You Girl, think? he was sharp. I said, go ahead. That's, uh-huh. that's slick yeah. and illy, boy. 
<laughs> you know, it had, you see the hat it had on with yeah, the purple man. stones in it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Girl, uh-huh. I said, you better be sharp, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he knowed all of them. I know he felt good sitting up there with his friends and stuff, just talking yeah. and reminiscing. Mm-hmm. You know what's mm. good, you know what's yeah, happy. Be nice, uh, DJ. Oh, I nice. love D Nice. Uh huh. Uh huh. I yes, know D Nice Granddaddy used to play all the hits down at the after hour joint. Oh yeah, down really? at what Smitty's. Was what was his name? Huh? What was his name? C Nice. C Nice. Then he D Nice, and then his son will be E Nice. So C D E. Keep up. You want us to keep up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he have a boy, it'll be E-nice. Right. Oh, man. I see how it goes. It's a pattern. Yeah. yeah. When he have a boy, it's going to be F-nice. He's going to get in a lot of fights at the school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Sister Odell. We got to get out of here. F-nice to me, I mean, that's going to be your ass. I can't say that right now. Coming up next, the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. Thank you, Sister Odell. Bye, sweetie. Let's run tonight. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. Now, in trending entertainment news, Forbes has revealed the richest man in the world. We'll talk about that and all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? F-P-C. Careful. Oh, okay. <laughs> F. Scared me. <laughs> That's I know, how they're going to pronounce when I put nice emphasis on the beginning. <laughs> Sorry, I'm supposed to be gone, my bad. <laughs> FPC, let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Darwin. Darwin. Uh, this is he. Hey, Darwin, how you doing? This is Frank with uh, FPC. We're trying to come down and uh, see about uh, making an appointment with you uh, within the next week, if that's possible. For, for, for what there? Uh, we're supposed to come by. I'm with FPC. We wanted to, uh, we have FPC. you on file. FPC? What, what, what is that? What is FPC? Uh, sir, your name was left with us, and you're, you're, you're on, uh, on our file to actually come out and make an appointment with you so we can... Um, so we can get your picture taken. Uh, you must have the wrong number. I'm not. I'm not signed up to take no picture or anything, sir. Okay. Well, you are. You're Darwin, correct? Yeah. Yes, I am Darwin. And you call Darwin, and that's who you call it. But anything about a picture? What? What's up with a picture? Uh, we've got you on our schedule here, FPC. We have you on our schedule to um to actually uh for us to come out to your home and take your picture. Okay, FPC. Which company is that? What what, y'all, what type of picture would I be taking? I'm not taking no picture, but what what is FPC? Okay, you don't know anything about a photo being taken of you? Needing, needing no, to be sir. Taken? No. Okay. Uh, sir, FPC is, uh, we are, this is a funeral picture company. Who? What, funeral picture company. And what we do is funeral. we come out and take your picture, and we actually keep it on file. That way... When you do pass away, we have your picture for your program, and we have a nice picture for you. Oh, man, look, I'm not dead right now. You're not taking no picture of me. Who is this again? My name is Frank. Frank. Oh, okay, Frank, you mean to tell me y'all taking pictures of people before they die just so you could have their picture on file? So well, we keep it on file, and then you have a good picture on your program, and that's what that's what, uh, that's what we yeah, do. Like some- I ain't signed up for nothing like that. Who the hell signed me up for some 
like that. I'm, I'm not, not quite sure, but we're trying to schedule where we can come out uh, beginning of next week so we can get your picture taken. Next week, week after, you get a picture when I'm dead. You're not taking no picture of me before I die. That, that don't sound right. Uh, sir, don't you want to have a good picture on your program? Sir, you're not taking no picture of me for no funeral arrangements that I'm not dead yet. I don't understand that. What the hell is this about? Nobody. Who signed me up for it then? Tell me that much. Uh, sir, I don't have the actual person listed here on who signed you up, but I do have the number, and you are Darwin, Mr. Darwin. So. I didn't sign up for it, and I'm not taking no picture. Uh, you guys run around taking pictures of people before they die just to have a good picture on file? That sounds like some man. I, I ain't never heard of no like that, sir. Okay, sir, are you, I mean, we have your address here. Are, are you uh, Are you available? I'm, no, I'm not available. I'm not available at all to take no picture for a funeral. That I'm not even dead yet. I don't I don't get that. That, that sounds like a bunch of And, and I, I, who the hell gave you my number? That's what I want to know. Sir, I'm not quite sure, but one thing we have to do is we have to follow through with our job. So what we're going to have to do is we. I have to come out there and take a picture. No. So no, I, no, I, I, I don't no. want to you know, create a problem, but I have to get a picture of you by next week. Oh, it's going to be a problem because you're not getting a picture of me for no funeral arrangement. Mr. Darwin, I have to come by your house at least by Friday at around 12 noon. I'll come by and get a picture. Friday? You ain't coming by my goddamn house no Friday. You a lie. Yeah, I be come over here to try to get my picture. I got plenty of goddamn pictures in my house to put on the funeral program. I'm not taking no picture. That mean I'm claiming to be dead. I'm not dead. That's some old bad little got dead. I don't know who the you work for, Frank. But you, you got that. I work. I work for FPC, sir. I work for FPC. FCC, my. You ain't not taking no picture of me. Don't come over here Friday. Talking about no got pistol. Okay, but sir. You got pistol, and you and I hope they got your got picture on file. That's a stupid got company you work for. I ain't never heard of nobody taking no picture before they die. I got millions of pictures in here for that program. And when I'm gone, what the f I care about what a picture look like or who had my goddamn funeral? This will make You tell whoever the f you work for, they need to go find another f occupation. That don't make no goddamn sense. You're not coming over here Friday, buddy. You come over here if you want to. Okay, uh, Mr. Darwin. Yes. Are you familiar with, with uh, Glenda? That, that's my wife. What, what the f you about to say now? I w all I want to do is say this, man. I just want to say Glenda the one that got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, huh? I'll be a Oh, boy, you all lost your I ain't never heard of no business like this. Some FPC funeral picture taking Boy, man, I said my New Year's resolution. I was going to cut back on drinking, but you got me over here about to tip a bottle right now. Boy, nephew, you crazy. Oh, you crazy, man. Hey, come over here today about four and get a picture of Glenda. You come take a picture. Y'all got me, baby. You got me, baby. You got me, man. I ain't never heard of no company like that. Hey, your wife put me up to it, man. You go. I tell you what.
Well, you tune in tomorrow morning, man. You're going to catch yourself on national radio. Hey, Dad, I'm going to tell everybody. Boy, they had me hot over here. I'm going to don't tell Glenda, but I'm going to have me a drink anyway. I was looking for an excuse to drink. That's right there, a funeral picture taken to put on fire. Boy, y'all done, y'all done lost a half a million y'all had with that and that, buddy. <laughs> hey, man, I got to ask you something, man. Darwin, tell me this here, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Wake Up Show, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> now, do y'all know the picture y'all want for y'all funeral? No. No, nobody talking about that. But why not Why not pick it, though? Why Remember, not pick like he it? said, when I'm dead, I don't give a damn what picture. Who cares? <laughs> You're dead. Anyone you want. My favorite line is when he said, this some ignorant <laughs> That's a compliment to Steve. <laughs> Come on, boy. Wow, Tommy. But, you know, I mean, think about it. There's a lot of, uh, uh, oh, what is it, the programs. You know, the picture ain't really that good. Don't you want your program to be, like, really the bomb? You know, don't you want it to be? This your last program. I'm not going to care. This ain't your, no, 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 no. This not your last program. Your last program was the last one you had when you was alive. You are very unaware at this program. (laughs) 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 Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Jeff Bezos is once again the world's richest person, according to Forbes. Uh, Bezos is worth $177 billion with a B dollars, up $64 billion in just one year. What is he doing? That's because he gave his wife half. He had to get it back. But the list's bigger gainer is, uh, highest gainer or biggest gainer, is Elon Musk, whose fortune rose from... $126 $126 billion to a total of $151 billion, landing him at number two. French tycoon Bernard Arnault is number three. Bill Gates is number four. Mark Zuckerberg rounds out the top five. Also, did you guys know this? Kim Kardashian has Uh-oh. joined the Billionaires Club. That's right. She's up there. Uh, Forbes has estimated that uh, she is now worth $1 billion. Now, back in October, she had $780 million. Now she has $1 billion. All right? Thanks to two lucrative businesses. Oh, after the divorce? Yeah, You're going to own some of them Yeezys? Boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy. She got them kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. can't get away from that. Not in California, partner. Yeah, that's right. Community no, property. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Mm-hmm. She's going to have way more than that in a minute. Damn, yay. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go and try to work this out. Skip this. I don't try to work it all out. It's too late, though. When he ran for president, that was it. Uh, I think that was it right <laughs> That was now. pretty much it. I think that was it. When he said, I'm from the rim. And he went in there and put that red hat on. That was it. You know? <laughs> it's really you sad. You went in there and sat in front of him. It's really sad. And Jim Brown sitting there. I don't know what Jim was. That, they, it, that was just crazy. They just... <laughs> I don't know if Jim was supposed to talk him out of it. I didn't figure out how that was supposed to go. And mm. He got the hat cocked to the side and Trump over there. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, him looking. Yeah. God. Oh, it just looking. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, in other entertainment news, in about an hour, uh, I'll say, um, we're going to have a live Strawberry Letter. Now, we haven't done a live Strawberry Letter in a long time. Our special guest is going to be from the OWN Network's Love and Marriage Huntsville reality show. Uh, You may have heard of him. His name is Martel Holt. Martel Holt. We got Martel on today? Martel Holt will be our very special guest. (laughs) I got to call my wife. She got to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got him on today. We couldn't get nobody from Ready for Love, so we had to go with the number two. (laughs) Oh, don't do that. (laughs) Well, you know, I just gave you some love. Had to go with the number two show. Couldn't get the big dog in, so we couldn't get none of the guests from the big show on, on, so we had to go get... Go get little yes, old we'll, Martell. <laughs> we'll see what Martell has to say. Uh, he's calling in, Steve. He wants some advice uh, during the Strawberry Letter. So I we'll, strongly suggest he don't do that. Yeah. Well. Well. Uh, he's I I in. chicken out. I, my, my Wi-Fi went out, dog. I ain't make it. I'm not getting in front of these women. You better come on here with Shirley and Carla. No, Watch dog, faithfully. Dog, dog. I'm oh, going to yeah. just try to hold him together. Team Melody. Team, team Melody. Sit here and twist day. mouth the entire Melodies yeah. from heaven. Also tomorrow, uh, uh, that's Thursday, um, fresh off the versus battle, Mr. Ronald Isley, the sexiest man alive uh, right now. <laughs> That's what everybody was thinking during the versus battle. Will be our special guest. He's going to oh tell us God. about his brand new single, Friends and Family, featuring Snoop Dogg. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. I like that song. I like it. I like it a lot. Dress yeah. Ron gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> you ain't Time got for headlines. No closet for Ron. <laughs> Junior. Time for yeah. Miss Ann, Steve. <laughs> yeah, try, boy, but you ain't. Don't worry about it. Just put a hoodie on. <laughs> Act like you ain't know he was coming. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you and good morning, everyone. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Yesterday's court action in the Derek Chauvin-George Floyd murder case involves still other Minneapolis cops talking about training and how Mr. Floyd's detention was handled. Prosecutors called police lieutenant and trainer Johnny Merciel, who said that Derek Chauvin's grinding his knee into Floyd's neck was not something that Minneapolis cops are trained to do. Video shows Chauvin pressing his knee into George Floyd's neck for over nine minutes until the paramedics arrived. Also on the stand yesterday, Officer Nicole McKenzie, who trains Minneapolis cops in medical support. Now, she was asked by Chauvin's attorney about something called agonal breathing, which can occur when people are in medical distress, apparently. Officer McKenzie explained that agonal breathing consists of irregular gasps for air. Chauvin's lawyer asked if it could be confused with effective or normal breathing, breathing, and McKenzie said yes. Then the prosecutor asked whether officers, police officers, are taught that if a person can talk, they can breathe. And she answered, no, sir, adding that just because someone is speaking does not mean that they're breathing adequately. The House that has voted to reintroduce the Violence Against Women Act, the 1994 measure that would provide resources for victims of sexual and domestic violence. There was a bipartisan support for the basic bill the first time around, but a split occurred over added gun control and transgender provisions. The Georgia House of Representatives has voted unanimously to repeal a citizen's arrest law that actually predates the Civil War. It was uh, since 1863, a private citizen could make an arrest if a crime was committed in that person's presence or within their immediate knowledge. But see, critics say it was really used as a justification to round up escaped slaves and later on as a justification for lynching black people. 
The vote took place a little over a year after the murder of an innocent black jogger named Ahmed Arbery. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Senate Leader Charles Schumer, say that the body of U.S. Capitol Police Officer William Billy Evans will lie in state in the Capitol Rotunda April 13th. Evans killed last Friday when a man rammed his car into the barrier and was shot and killed by uh, the police after getting out of the vehicle, lunging at the officers with a knife. It's never, ever clear really how William Billy Evans was killed. Anyway, Evans, the second Capitol Police officer to die in the line of duty this week, this year. Officer Brian Sicknick, you may remember, was killed during the January 6th insurrection. His body also was allowed to uh, lie in honor in the Capitol Hill Rotunda. Uh, sad news, Florida Congressman Alcee Hastings has died. Hastings, a civil rights lawyer who became a federal judge after a nearly long decade career in Congress also. And don't call her Tandy Newton anyway. She's taken her new name, which her old name is Tandiwe, which means in her Shona language, beloved. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, when we all vote once us to know that voter suppression isn't a relic of the past, it is still happening in state houses across the country. With over 361 voter suppression bills being introduced in over 47 states, it is clear that we need federal voting protection. We need it now. Steve Harvey Nation, we need it now. Please stay woke and take action. Join the fight for the Senate to pass the For the People Act. Uh, The For the People Act incorporates key measures that are urgently needed, including automatic voter registration and other steps to modernize our elections and a national guarantee of free and fair elections without voter suppression. So what we need you to do, Steve Harvey Nation, is go to whenweallvote.org to contact your senator today. All right. This is serious. All right. They want to keep us from the polls. That's, That's that, what they want to do. It's amazing the polls. how they're blatantly do it. And the major league baseball has moved the all-star now. game mm-hmm. out of Georgia because of that law that yeah. Governor Kemp passed behind closed doors, mm-hmm. signed over yeah. 100 pieces of paper behind closed doors to make it a law. That's yeah. amazing, man. That this yeah. dude and his cronies can get together and pass a law for an entire state and is directed directly at people of color. Mm-hmm. For right. sure, because we right. came out last yeah. election. So now it's illegal to give a person some water when they're in line. Or a snack. How yeah. is that illegal? Mm-hmm. How, it's yeah, illegal. What is that about, man? Mm-hmm. What is because that about? Because they are going to call, close polling places in black neighborhoods, reduce, take, make it one to four, and now you got to stand in longer lines. And to discourage you, you don't want to stand in line and you thirsty. So you're going to turn around and go home. Right. And now can't nobody even give you water. That's uh, a bunch of crap, man. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. But if we stood in those long lines last election, even during a pandemic, I don't think there's no turning back now, Steve. It doesn't matter. What we're going to do, Republican Party, get ready. We're going to educate our people. Like we are going right to now. be well prepared for this move you make. Yeah, y'all yeah. going to lose again. And the promise that I'm giving you is y'all going to be down there in Mar-a-Lago with Trump. Because <laughs> since you got your head pushed that far up the crack of his behind, go on down there with him. They know good and hell well this election wasn't stolen. They know yeah. good and hell oh, yeah. well that it wasn't. That is the biggest lie ever. But, yeah. but to stay okay with the Trump supporters... They jumped mm-hmm. on board and act like what's up. If if the if the election was stolen, where are the votes that were stolen? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And why did all the other Republicans win except Trump, you know? This don't right, make no damn sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Get out of here. Go to yeah. whenweallvote.org to contact your senator today, okay? Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll do a quick round of Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up, guys, at the top of the hour, you do not want to miss it. It is a live strawberry letter with Martel Holt from the OWN Network's Love and Marriage Huntsville. Okay, you don't want to miss that. All right. (laughs) But right now, it is time for a quick round of Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building. Steve, this one is from Sean in Cincinnati. Sean says, I'm a 43-year-old single father, and I'm a store manager. One of my younger employees is a ladies' man, and he comes to me often for advice on dating. The other day, my 22-year-old daughter told me that she likes him, and they've been out a few times. I want to mind my own business, but I've heard him talk about how he treats these girls and how he's only in it for sex. He doesn't know that that I know that he's pushing up on my daughter. Do I mind my business or have a man-to-man talk with him? Man-to-man hmm. talk. Yeah. <laughs> Just ease up on it. Hey, my man, can I talk to you for a minute? Now, you his supervisor, mm-hmm. so you got to be careful. You got to make sure it's outside the store. In case it get oh, out of hand. Okay. Oh. You need to throw his ass in that dumpster and go on home. <laughs> Wait, I caught on to what you from, said. That's from the CLO? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> go home, though. Yeah. From the CLO? Yeah. <laughs> okay. About them damn daughters, man. I done done everything, so I'm just telling you. Yeah, just yeah. go on, step to him. Say, look here, man. Just find something else to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's got to say some, something. Find yourself something else to do. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Uh, Marissa in Charleston, South Carolina, says, I have a twin sister that got married two months ago. We used to live together, so her wedding gifts are still coming to my house. I planned to drop the gifts off while I was on her side of town last Saturday. When I got there, she wasn't home, but her husband said she'd be right back. My twin walked in a few minutes later and went off on me for being in her house while she was not home. I was so hurt and embarrassed, and all she said is, I'll understand when I get married. Did I violate a marriage code? No, not wow. really. Your sister tripping, obviously. Wow. First of all, let me say something. Probably ain't your fault at all. She probably has no. some some type of suspicion about her husband. Mm-hmm. And now you over there and it played out with you. Right, right. Her twin. Yeah, don't even, you didn't violate nothing. You went over to your sister's house. Yeah, to do something nice for her. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have took all them gifts outside and put them in the driveway and rolled back out over them. (laughs) Rolled over the gifts? Yeah. Yeah. Busted all them damn blenders and all them plates and little (laughs) punk-ass silverware set and saucers. I'd have ran all that mess over, man. Oh, there go your damn gifts. All right, so Nora from Gaithersburg, Maryland says, I've been married for 18 years and my husband is retired. I'm still working full time because I don't want to be home with my husband. After all these years, I'm sick of his boring conversation and how he never wants to do anything but watch TV. Even the way he coughs gets on my nerves. I don't want to divorce him, but I need a break from him. So I plan to go on vacation by myself for a week. How do I tell him this? Hmm. Probably just had to go on board that plane. (laughs) 
<laughs> Call him from there. <laughs> Call him from the plane. Yeah, text him. Because if you don't, he going to have his coffin ass down there. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be sitting up in your resort room. <laughs> yeah, you don't nobody want to look at the water. <laughs> Trying to get away see, from man. that. Damn. Yeah, see, right. you, you tired of him. You need a break. Everybody yeah. need a break. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, coming up next, it is the nephew with today's prank phone call. Right after this, and don't forget, we got a live strawberry letter coming up, too. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today, but it's going to be live with a special guest, Martel Holt from OWN Network's Love and Marriage Huntsville. Woo! Uh-huh, he's going to be here. Uh, it's but right getting now, hot yeah. in here. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? The ring. Shirley oh. and Carla, you guys have had, you got the ring, and then of course before the ring you had the engagement ring, but you have the ring, right? Mm-hmm. Remember the ring when you first got the ring? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah, is the ring. Oh, this is scary. Mm. Let's go, cat dog. The ring. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Denise. Please. Uh, yes, this is she. Hi, Denise. My name is Gavin. I'm a, I'm actually the head jeweler here at Diamond. No, how you doing? I'm good. You brought your ring in. What was it last week? I I, I actually wasn't here, but you gave it to one of my salespersons, yes. and um, yes, you, you wanted to get it resized as well as, as as get it appraised, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And you don't have to tell him I did that. I want to do the appraisal <laughs> on my own. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Listen, I actually did resize the ring, and, okay. and first of all, let me be the first to say. Um, uh, congratulations. When When is your wedding? Thank you. I'm getting married in September. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank Listen, I don't know how to tell you this. Now, as far as the appraisal is concerned, I've looked at your ring over and over, and <laughs> this this ring is probably worth maybe fifty dollars. Excuse me. I've 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 been I've been in this business for over twenty years. But you know what? I'm confused on what you just said. And I understand that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that. I've been in this business for over 20 years. I've seen so many different pieces of jewelry. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you that you buy late night on an infomercial mm-hmm. for $19.99. This, this is a cubic zirconian stone, and the, the gold is not real at all. It's wait, like gold wait, 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 wait. You, wait, you lost me. You lost me as much money as my man make and as much money as my father is putting down on his wedding or has put down. And you're going to sit Ma'am, up here I understand and... everything you're saying, but Denise, honestly, no, 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 no. I, I, what I need you, you want... to do is hold on. Wait, wait, I, wait, no, 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 wait. No, I need you to hold on because we need to call Victor. Wait, wait, man. Hold no, 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 no. First of all, I can't. Wait. No, sir. Wait, wait, wait. Slow no, sir, wait, wait, wait. Hold the on. Hold the phone. Okay, can you slow down for a second? Because I need you to hold on because we're going to get to the phone, okay? Wait, wait, wait. What are you trying to do? Sir, I need you to repeat what you just said to me. Okay, man, I that's can't all be in I need the middle you to do. Of personal stuff, ma'am. You, oh, you in it? It's personal now, so I need you to hold on, okay? Oh, she calling her man. Okay, thank, thank, thank. Hello, Victor. Hey, I need up, you to man? listen to this jeweler that's on the phone. I'm, I want you to hear this that he just told me. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the, what's the problem? What you mean? What's the problem? He gonna tell you what the problem is. Go on, head on, sir. Go on, head on. Who's uh, this? Uh, hello. Yeah, who's this? All right, my name is Gavin. I'm from uh, Diamonds. And 
actually your wife, I mean, well, your fiance rather, she, she brought her ring in to actually be resized. Yeah. And we we also did an appraisal on the ring for her, and actually the ring is estimated to be only in the worth of around fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty. That's what the man said. Hold on, Victor. Wait, hold, 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 hold on, Denise. Hold on, Denise. Well, sir, uh, obviously there's some sort of mistake, sir. Now, what you got to say uh, about that, Victor? Hold on, wait, hold $50. on. Fifty dollars. Uh, that's that's got to be some kind of mistake. So, what'd you say your name was, sir? My name is Gavin. I work here at Diamonds. I'm the head jeweler here. I've been here for twenty years. Yeah. And, uh, well, there, there's there's no way that that mm-hmm. ring is worth fifty dollars. I know what I paid for it, mm-hmm. so obviously there's some sort of mistake. Mm-hmm. Sir, it, it, there's it, not it, a mistake. Right. I've been dealing with jewelry. I've seen it. I I can pretty much look at a ring, but I actually went into detail on this one, as I do all of them. And sir, I promise you, this is probably maybe between forty and fifty dollars for it's worth or something. No, concerned. no, mm-hmm. a- absolutely mm-hmm. not. That's mm-hmm. that's impossible. Yeah. I mean, how, I, how is that I impossible? Have... He's the jeweler. You heard him say he's been doing it for twenty. Years. So how is that impossible? Dude, I don't understand that. Like, All the money that my daddy putting down on this wedding, and you I gonna mean, pay fifty dollars for sir, a you ring? Bought a, you bought a cheap ring, sir. No, 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 no. I did not buy a cheap ring. Victor, I can't, I can't, this is this is this is obviously some kind of mistake. You didn't got. You oh, you sure got that right. <laughs> you sure got that right. So what you got to say for yourself? Fifty dollars? You cannot believe that that's right. That's, this is obviously some kind of mistake, mm. sir. Uh, oh, it is a mistake. A mistake in me thinking I'm going to get married to the man of my dream. I do have the engagement ring that was purchased and bought for your wife. Mm. No, I don't think you, I don't think you do. I don't think you have my ring mm. because if you mm. had my ring, mm. you wouldn't be telling me that it's worth $50. Mm. Sir, I, mm. I have the ring that, that your wife, that your fiancé brought in. Fiancé. Well, ain't his wife yet. Hold on, hold on. The man is trying to explain. I'm trying to get to the bottom. <laughs> okay, excuse you, me. Excuse thank me. you, thank you. So you have, I don't think you have the right ring. Uh, sir, Mr. I have the right ring, and what I'm letting you know, sir, is that this is something you buy on an infomercial in, the, in 2 o'clock in the morning. Hold on, on man, hold on. Dude, you don't, <laughs> you going to come to me like that? I ain't buying no damn ring on infomercial. I bought the ring from a reputable establishment. I have the receipt. Hmm. I have the certificate. So... Obviously, the mistake is on your end. Where sir, you the mistake is not here. Sir, you bought a piece of junk. Mister, he's been doing it all these years. How the hell he going to make a mistake? Where the f*** you come off telling me I bought a piece of junk? I know what I bought. If there's any mistake that's been made, it's on your end. Where, sir, it's not on my end. Here, I mean, hold on. Don't, 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 don't raise the Don't raise the you want things, Victor. My dad is paying too much money for this wedding. So your dog going to pay $50 for a dog on wedding. You wait till I tell him this Chill, hold on. First of all, I don't appreciate Sir, you. I want to tell you this. This is a typical case of you trying to pawn it off on us because you, you bought a there piece of junk for 50 bucks. Victor, all the money that you doggone make, and I get $50 worth of a ring? Denise, hold on. Let me talk to you. Mm. Where are you calling me? Yeah, get to talking. Get to talking. Mm-hmm. Diamonds, I ain't never heard of that. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Sir, your wife knows exactly where it is. She's the one that brought the ring in. I tell you what. I'm going to come down there to see the ring that you're talking about. If it's not the ring that I gave my girl, I'm going to take $7,600 out of your because that's what I paid for this ring. So now you want to jump on me because you bought your wife a piece of Come on now. And you want to put it on me. you. You don't tell me what the I know what the I spent on a ring. And you. I don't know what kind of you're trying to pull. First of all, I don't appreciate you coming to my household trying to mess my and you want to come at me with this? I know the ring better be real. <laughs> know that. If I were you, Mr. Neese, I would not marry somebody hey, that's going to be... What the I'm coming I'm looking for your punk. And you know what, You don't get the ring and it ain't right near, you're going to go at it. Can I say one more thing to both of you all? I'll tell you what, if it ain't some that I want to hear, me and you going to have some more problems. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by Denise's sister, 
that <laughs> That's why she ain't got no man today. Wow. That's uncool, man. Wow. That's uncool, Tommy. You about to start some Wow, Vic, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I will make man. it up you know, to you, baby. You don't play with sorry. a black woman's ring? <sighs> I got to ask y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Wow. The, the Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey morning, morning Show. show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Isn't it wrong to go get your ring appraised, though? Isn't that, like, wrong? Kind of tacky, yeah. yeah. It's, that's tacky, it's not a good right? Look. It's not tacky, a good look. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Classic. so let me ask both of y'all. When y'all got y'all's ring, mm-hmm. did you did you like wonder how much your man spent on you? Not really. I just liked my. I was. I yeah, they did, the ring. Tommy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they trying to lie. No, I'm trying to make it sound cute. Oh, you saw my body truthful. language. Yeah, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being truthful. I didn't really. Yeah. I didn't really. Did y'all? No. Did y'all pick out? You all's rings for uh, yes, thank you very much. I was wondering if you were going to ask that question. Yes, I picked mine out. Now let me tell oh, you. Oh, well then you mine, already knew. <laughs> well, not for me. We went shopping and I told him the style that mm-hmm. I like. I didn't know which exact ring I was going to get, but he did good. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> it's the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then y'all buy us men just the raggediest ring ever. It Damn, just that's nothing. not true. It a it it, it's a, it looked like a. It looked like a washer from Home Depot. It looked like (laughs) the ring. (laughs) All right. Well, coming up, the live strawberry letter with love and love and marriage Huntsville. Uh, Martell Holt. Right after this. Woo! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So here we go. Uh, This is the strawberry letter. It is live today. Uh, We haven't done a live strawberry letter in quite some time, Steve. Years. It's been a long time, right? (laughs) Well, today we have a special guest. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen the own series, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Love and Marriage Huntsville. Uh, From that show is one of the stars, Mr. Martell Holt, will be joining us today. Now, Steve, let's clear something up, okay? Martell reached out to us. We did not go to find Martell. Martell reached out to us. Uh, he said he's sincerely seeking advice now. Um, he, he is attempting to move forward with his life. Um, and he knows that we encourage him to tell his truth. Uh, let me give you a little background about Love and Marriage Huntsville. It is a reality show, like I said. Okay, but on let the me own. say this for everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've huh? never seen the show. I know right. you right. have it. Right. By Love and <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. it's fine. You know, it's the number one show. So it is, it is number one. I was gonna say that oh. Martell is the number one show on OWN. Oh. Everybody what? watches. Wait, show, wait, Steve. wait. Hold on. Yeah, wait. You heard it. I, yeah. It's the number. What Martell? Yeah. It's the number one show, brother. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, Martell. I think I think Ready to Love is the number one show, Martell. Thank it wait. is. It's two different things. Go ahead, Shirley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love and Marriage Huntsville is uh, this show that seemed to come out of nowhere, out of Huntsville, Alabama. It's about these three very prosperous uh, black couples, entrepreneurs. Real estate. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, their real estate, their development. Um, anyway, they're uh, in Huntsville, Alabama, and they have a group 
a company name called the Comeback Group. That's how it started, and that's what you thought you were going to see, you know, how they navigate through uh, their businesses and their marriages. But what, what came out of that was the marriage between Martell and Melody Holt and the dynamic of their marriage and what they were going through. Comes to find, come to find out there was a lot going on that we didn't even know about. First, you see this beautiful couple. I mean, beautiful. Uh, Melody Holt is stunning, a stunningly gorgeous woman. They were married, four children, three children at first, Steve. They had some problems. She heard he was cheating. They worked through it. Um, and then she got preg they got pregnant again with a fourth child. So that's kind of how it was. Then after that, there were more rumors of cheating, more rumors of cheating. And, uh, well... It didn't end so well so far. Mart they ended up uh, in divorce court. It, it just, it's just a mess, okay? It is just really, 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 at this point, a mess. And you know people like mess, so <laughs> that's why we watch the show. That's why everybody is so into Love and Marriage Huntsville on the OWN Network. So again, Martel reached out to us because, uh, you know, he is getting bashed. And, uh, you know, some people say deservedly so because he cheated. He had a beautiful family and he cheated and, and lost his family. So now he wants advice. I'm assuming, Martel, you're, you're, you want to move forward and try to, you know, uh, go on with your life, basically. Is that yeah. why you're here? Um, um, definitely so. Um, I would definitely say that uh, being a husband, I'm sorry, uh, being a husband and, you know, I'm not going to say not having a father figure or um, not having a black role model, um, not having that as an excuse. Um, but, you know, I was really like learning like trial and error as I was going, you know. Um, so we was married for like 12, 13 years. And, you know, we had a lot of ups and downs and great times and not so great times. And um, but, you know, I failed. Um, and, you know, that's why I'm here, um, because for my future, I want to be better. Fear point blank. You know, okay. I don't want to continue to do the things that I've done in the past. OK, can I ask a question? Because I don't know yeah. the answer to it. So is are you divorced? Are you married? Is it over? Are you trying to yeah. reconcile? Yeah. Um, well, no. Um we, um, the divorce is final. Um, it was okay. final as of about a month ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's life after uh, marriage or life after a divorce, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I do know. Um, <laughs> so do I. I know as well. A lot yeah, of we, experience we at this right here, Martell. You <laughs> call the right man if you're trying to figure out how to do it again. Uh, so, uh, I think marriage is a beautiful thing. It really is. I enjoy being married. Um, it's just some things that happen up, and I guess I just really, I dropped the ball. I really okay, messed up. Okay, okay, so let me ask you something. When you say you dropped the ball, tell me where you where you think you went wrong. Thinking that I deserve more. Well, I'm not going to say that. Careful. I, I think I was being greedy. I think yeah. I was being greedy, you know, and at times, you know, I would definitely say that I was saying that my wife wasn't doing certain things within the relationship, um, but I guess I should have communicated that um, in a different way. Um, opposed to stepping out, you know? Okay, yeah. Okay, what we're not going to do is we're, we're just going to tell your truth. We're, we're going to leave yeah. your ex-wife. We're not going to we're not going to bash or blame. Oh, oh uh, no, 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 Melody. No, 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 that's no not, not at all. Yeah. Not yeah, at all. We're not going to do that. Um, I, I was just saying how I messed up, how uh -huh. I should have handled it in a different way. Yeah. 
So right, no, 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 no bashing, no negativity, anything of that yeah. nature. I'm you looking know, to move I, forward. I, I, I kind of felt that from me. But there right was a there. lot of that, though, Steve, which is why I said it. Yeah. On the show, a lot of Yeah, there was a lot of that. Well, he, he didn't do it just now. <laughs> I ain't seen the show, so let me right. let me let me keep saying we that. Over that's how the women. That's how the women come at me, just like she just did. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's how they come at me. Uh-huh. And I haven't. Even oh, that's played. forever, dog. Yeah. Hey, hey, Martell, that's forever. You is living this one down gonna be. <laughs> but Martell, you're here. You you wanted to come. We allowed you to come. We welcome you to the show, and we do want you to tell your side of it. We do. So, we welcome Melody to do the same thing if she would like to. Well, when uh, we come back, yeah, I have a couple of questions that you can answer for me, and then we'll go from there. Our special guest today is uh, Martell Holt from uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville on the OWN Channel, straight up All on right. I sixty five. We'll be back Just at 23 minutes after. <laughs> right after this. Nassau space <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we are back with our live Strawberry Letter. Like we said earlier, the first one we've done in many, many years. Our special guest today is Martel Holt from the OWN Network's Love and Marriage Huntsville. Uh, we can recap. So do you have an idea of kind of what's going on now, Steve? I know you said you haven't watched yeah, the show. Yeah, I haven't so watched have the idea. show, but this mm-hmm. brother's on here. He had a family. He lost a family because uh, he... Uh, Cheating. Well, yeah, he didn't he didn't know how to how to how to how to how to do it. And he said in his own words, he was just greedy. Uh-huh. And uh, so it caused the demise of his family. What well, I just pulled a picture and looked up beautiful family. Mm-hmm. And so the divorce is final now. So let me ask you this, Martel. If you could do anything differently, what would you have done? If I could have done anything differently, what would have been? Um, I think um, the communication uh, with my wife. Um, I, I think just but like like what she mentioned to me, what I should have done is sh- I should have literally grabbed her and set her down and had that adult conversation opposed to the things that I was complaining about. I would just complain candidly, you know, opposed to really saying, hey, listen, we have an issue. Let's sit down. Let's talk about it because it's making me feel um, a certain way that's not wouldn't be pleasant for our our, our marriage. So, like what she mentioned, I, I, better communication. Okay, now let me ask you something. Were you, while you were ask having these verbal complaints, was there anything you was doing that deserved a complaint? Well, she she wasn't complaining about about too much, you know. We uh, we we had children. Um, well, we have children, and you know, a lot of the times I was like the more dominant parent, you know. It. Well, but no, it, it wasn't anything that she was complaining about. Yeah. It wasn't. Well, now let me ask you this, though, dog. Husband. Was was no no no? Was it she wasn't complaining because she didn't know everything? Right. Um, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, she wouldn't have to have her on the phone for that because. Well, she, let me ask she, you this. Really, did you did was you hiding the cheating part pretty good and for how long? Before well, she confronted um, you about it. Yeah, I, I was when I was complaining, when I started to complain, that's around the same time that I stepped out. Yeah. When I started to complain, certain things then wasn't adjusted the way I wanted it, which was selfish. Um, but this one I stepped out. 
And, you know, it went on for about a year before she found out. It went on for a year. Now, let me ask you something. Do you think in your mind that the stepping out also brought about the demise of the relationship? I would definitely say so. Because that that probably um, took something out of me that could have been going toward my wife. And Mm -hmm. I was issuing over here to someone else. So Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that. And there's a baby involved, Steve. What you mean? He has a baby with this other woman. Huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He has uh, a baby. You can tell him about, about um, you know, five years on down the line. Yeah. Wait a minute, dog. What? <laughs> yeah. See, you don't watch the show, Steve. No, he no, has no. a Hold whole up. baby Hold with this other woman. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, dog. The, you, the other woman got pregnant? She did. I mean, th- th- this is when we um, said that we were going to get divorced and all that type stuff. So um, it's not like it happened earlier on, but it happened. Um, well, hold on yeah. now. Hold on now. Hold on. Because after she found out she was cheating, how long were you all married after she found out? Um, five years. It took her five years to find out? No, 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 no. She, she found out five years ago. Oh, okay. So she stayed with you after she found out you was cheating. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And, yes. But, okay, how old, how old is the baby, the new baby? Um, Newborn. It was Recently. born around Christmas, right? Around this Christmas? Christmas? No, I, it, it, it's a newborn. <laughs> we, we can't undo none of this. So I'm just trying right. to get yes, the sir. facts. Okay, okay. So I just leave it alone. You got a newborn, but you yes, have sir. how many children with your wife, the, the, the woman you were married? You got four kids. How yes, close sir. in age is the last two? See. Um. Well, Malia, Malani, she is one, say one and a half, and my third um, is five. So it's like a four-year difference. She found out five years ago. Well, before we, I, I wanted to say this too, Steve. Before we do run out of time, Martel did come on here to get some advice from No, you. that's what we're going to do. That's yeah. why we, we go, this is longer than two strawberry letters. Yes, it is. <laughs> we finna carry this over to break number three. Because I do, I do, I don't want to, I do want to hear the soldier out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, look, I've been there. And, then, you know, men can quit tripping. Uh, every man, every man know this story. Stop, yes, act, stop acting brand new. Every okay. man know this story. All right, hold up, yes, hold sir. up, Steve. We'll, we'll have part three of the Strawberry Letter with our special guest, this live Strawberry Letter with Martel, Hope of, Martel Holt from uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. We'll be back at 46 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve, live with Martel Holt from Owns Love and Marriage Huntsville. Now, and, Martel um, has come on for advice. He's come on the show for advice. Now, I've had to get some background. It took me two yeah. breaks to get the background. Martel was married to a woman. Uh, they have a family together. Uh, he admittedly stepped out and now found out there's another child involved. And the divorce is final. And so now here he is. And 
And uh, he's admitted that he did some things wrong. What I learned myself was you can't fix in your house. You can't fix what's wrong in your house outside your house. That's and correct. a lot of men go that route, to be honest with you. You know, there's something wrong, and they and they start telling it to somebody, and somebody give a listening in. Next thing you know, they listening real good, and they seem to be understanding. The next thing you know, you know, some some things jump off. So, Martel, where where are we at right now, man? What what would you like to accomplish with this phone call? You know, um, so right now, I, I guess I am going through a tough time because we we do have our four children. Um, our divorce just um, has been over what about a month ago now. And I, I guess I, I do want to, to move forward, um, but I guess I need to know how do I move on um, in terms of, like, do I start to, you know, I'm not going to say start dating someone now, but, like, how, like what does the future look like? With well, you've been doing that. So don't say we, date. No, don't worry about that. But let me, but, but, but see, man, let me say this. Because I don't care how a marriage go, at the end of the day, the children had nothing to do with it. And right. every man that has been found guilty of this, every last one of us who have been guilty of this have had to grapple with the facts that we blew a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. We messed up a family. Yeah, and and, that's what I'm battling with right now, too. Yeah, man, because it's, and it's, and it's hard, man, because, you know, in, in the words of Tyrese in that song, Shame, Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to tell these kids? Mm-hmm. See, that's that's the gripper. And that's where a lot of us as men, we don't have groups to help us through these moments like this. Okay. Well, he is seeing a therapist, Steve, by the way. On the okay. is. Who is mm-hmm. a therapist? Yeah, he's seeing a therapist. Yeah. I have. Is yeah. the therapist, is he divorced? No. No, yeah, he's well, been married yeah, I think, yeah. about 30-something years. And, and my thing is, the reason I wanted to speak with you, Steve, honestly, is because I feel that you've been through some things that, in life. That, that's what I'm saying. Um, and, and, the, and you are like the best person to seek advice from, someone that has actually been through something. I don't well, really and I'm going to talk to you. You don't go learn how to swim. Somebody can't swim. <laughs> all, right, all right, we're okay. going to come back more. Break all number right. eight. All right, more with Martel Holt from Love and Marriage, Huntsville, right after this. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, our special guest, this is a, a special live edition of the Strawberry Letter for today. Our guest is Martel Holt. That's right, I said Martel Holt. From Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN. Uh, Martel reached out to us. He is seeking advice from Steve. He wanted, uh, he wants to move on now. He wants to move on. And it's nothing wrong with that because that is life. You have to move on. You know, that's how we learn. We make mistakes, we move on. Steve. Now, Martel has informed me of what happened. He had a marriage, had some things going wrong in it. He didn't know how to handle it. He admittedly handled it the wrong way. Uh, he lost his family. Divorce is final. He has children and another child outside the marriage. And today he's sitting here with face with what I know a lot of men are faced with. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had to look at it myself. And so what I'm saying to you now, Martel, is if I were you to move forward, because you are now, your your divorce is, is public. It, it, it's, yeah. it's crazy. So now, you know, you're getting ate up alive by, by, by women. They're not trying to hear you. 
But the one thing you could do, see, the one thing men don't do is we don't do closure. Right. And sometimes, man, closure is a very significant thing for women, especially public, because since your wife was embarrassed publicly, see, see, it's, it's like... It's like when the newspaper make a mistake and the rebuttal, it'd be front page mistake, but then the rebuttal be in the classified section in yeah. small print. We made a mistake. They don't do that. So probably yeah. the beginning of helping your girl and yourself and your kids uh-huh. is to publicly apologize to her and admit your wrong in it so that she can get some type of relief from what she's been feeling with publicly you feel what i'm saying i, I do 100 percent. and ask yeah. for forgiveness she's not gonna forgive him that's not but finna he happen can, he can nah, nah, don't, don't worry about that you that ain't what you after he has to make her whole not himself whole uh-huh. and so okay. what, what he trying to do is find a way so he can kind of put something together for this woman i think that would be an interesting way to go about it to publicly address mm-hmm. this situation and put her at ease so she's not at fault for some of the things you may have said publicly about her. It was just probably you lashing out, trying to cover, and all Ooh. this here. Cause I know, man. Look, man. When I when you know, man. When we as men do wrong, we we justify our wrong with telling the woman what she did wrong that caused us to do wrong. And yeah, yeah. That's what I've been. That's that. what I've been doing for quite some time. Well, well, well listen. Yeah. Um, Steve, I see um, Shirley, she's mentioning certain things in terms of, like, I publicly said this and that. So we started filming the show. I didn't want to put our our business on TV. I didn't, I didn't want to publicly talk about Oh, our but the issues. show did. But no, yeah. Oh, no, no, they did it. No, no one would have known anything. Mm-hmm. And it was a surprise to me when she hit me with it. And mm-hmm. It was on TV, so that was the first of it right ah. there. I that tell people it. all the time, if you want your marriage to not survive, Put it on TV. I think the beginning, though, Montel, is the public statement to make her whole again and not yourself. I like that. That's the beginning because it provides an element of closure. And then after that, there is a little bit of uh, suffering that you have to endure. I did it, man. I know. And, And mine wasn't entirely my fault either. I can yeah. tell you flat out, but in in the court of public opinion, it don't matter. The man is wrong. Oh, doggy! In the court of public opinion, uh, it doesn't matter. Don't be a victim, yeah. Martel. No, 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 no! I'm just saying it oh. just doesn't matter. I'm not saying to be a victim. It just <laughs> it don't matters. matter. A dude, I don't give a damn what you say. You know, so it's yeah. gonna be a level of suffering that you have to endure. Because of the pain that was inflicted. Hang on, Martel. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back with more of this live Strawberry Letter reality yeah. show <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back with part five. It is part five of our live this Strawberry Letter. 12. <laughs> of, our, 
of our live Strawberry Letter reality show today with our special guest, Martel Holt, who reached out to us. Uh, he wanted some advice uh, during the Strawberry Letter segment, and that is what we do. We give advice. And uh, Martel is here uh, seeking that, and uh, we're trying to do that. And yeah. uh, Carla, during the break, you said... Hold on, hold you, on you, one second. And, but uh-huh. just, he came on the show, he told me his situation, his wife is divorced, mm-hmm. uh, he had outside relationships, uh, there's another baby involved, the divorce is finalized, he loves his wife, he's not in love with her, and his whole thing was, what can I do to move forward? My first suggestion is to provide this woman with some type of closure. Mm-hmm. What you publicly did to her and said to her, the apology has to be at that same level. See, it kills me when people talk about me on the internet. Then when I catch them somewhere, they want to say I'm sorry in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. your ass get on that same internet you was on when you was talking all that yak. And then when I got up in your face, man to man, now you now you down to something else. Our breaks is too damn short. I think, Martel, what's missing is you just did not show any remorse. It did. Yeah. You broke her heart. But the one thing that I never got from you is that you were sorry. Hold on, we're going to give you a chance, (laughs) Martel, to respond Mm. and and to to make it right, try to make it right and apologize Mm. and all that. But we got to take another break and uh, we'll be back with more of this live Strawberry Letter reality show (laughs) right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen, y'all, we back. I'm I'm taking this kind of fast. Martel Holt is on the on the on the phone with us today on the radio. Uh, mm-hmm. He his family's broken up. His wife has divorced him. Uh, he was unhappy. He stepped out. There's another child involved. Carla brought up an interesting point while we've been talking about all of this. Is that the reason so many women are team Melody is because they kind of watched you uh, break her on television with some of the things you said. And Carla said you never seemed quite remorseful, remorseful about it in a sincere way. How do you respond to that, Montel? Um, I am very, I'm very sorry. And, um, you know, I, I didn't want to bring this um, against my family. You know, as many times that I prayed um, on my knees and, and asked the Lord to really, for real, like, um, remove this sin from me, you know, but it's like, I kind of fell for this person. And it just it got out of hand. And now that we're on a reality show, <clears throat> it's like my back is against the wall. And then I guess if you guys know about reality shows, they get to run the narrative the way they want to run it. You know, it's a lot of things that y'all women are saying on this TV show that I really would not do in real life. You know, the editing is very serious. I, I tell you that the editing is very serious. And, um, you know, I've been very apologetic to my wife. But but but, but Montel, Montel, you 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 can't control, you can't control who you are on that show, because there there yeah. there's there, you there's there has to be a way that you can control who you are. They can't make the Martel be be the Martel they want it to be just because they want ratings. You have to be able to control the Martel that you want, the the, the, the Martel that's portrayed out there. You well, now let me say that. this too. Because... That, that, that sounds really good. That sounds really good. But when they put you in, when you want to meet five different people that you really would not meet in real life, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. makes you feel some type of way. I'm up here meeting people, telling them about my relationship that I normally wouldn't do. What I'm supposed right. to do? Tell the producers that I'm not gonna meet today. Right. No, that's my job. And they hey, Martel, but, but, but I think what Tommy is saying is this, Martel. 
I, I think did. you said yeah. some things that they didn't have to really embellish, just play it. Yeah. And, you know, right. sometimes, man, when we're in front of people, we flex a little bit. Right. And, and I think, from, to my understanding, is it was a lot of flexing on the show. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah. the camera's on, you know, everybody want to appear in their best light. And you appearing in your best light put her in her worst light. Yeah. And and that's and, 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 and that has cost you a family. When we come back, man, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that, the importance of the family. And after you apologize to her publicly, not privately, yeah. what I think, as Steve Harvey, you should do to move forward. And, and I think we'll be able too. to put some yeah. type of closure yeah. to closure. the situation. Yeah. When we come yeah. back. I like that. All right. Like it's good, Steve. We'll be back with our last break of the day with Martel Holt from Love and Marriage Huntsville right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, our last break of the day. Our very special guest today from Owns Love and Marriage Huntsville has been Martel Holt, who reached out to us. He wanted some advice uh, during the strawberry letter, and um, that's what we were, you know, here trying to do. Because I, you know, believe in redemption. I mean, we would tell the same person who wrote in with these same issues, you know, about redemption and forgiveness and things like that and uh, public apologies, like you said. So... uh, uh, that's what we're here for. Um, yeah. You know, uh, go ahead. listen, you know, uh, just to recap it, this brother called in. He made some mistakes in his marriage. He knows that. He stepped outside. He's lost his family. He wants to move forward. There's another child involved. And we've been talking. And one of the things that I know that men are not good at is we're not good at closure. The, now, the thing about this brother is it's a lot of men out here that are him. A lot of men out here can know exactly where he's coming from. Let's stop all this. We righteous. Damn, oh, man, I can't believe you did that. Yeah, 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 mm, yeah, okay. And th- this is a story that's played out in a lot of places. This is played out all over the country, all over the world, all of the time. And it ain't just this. The days have changed. It's women doing the exact same thing now. You know, it's just I will be truthful with you. Women are way better at it. Smarter. We're smarter. They're just better Better. at it. So So now, Martel, as I talk to you about apologizing, you thought that would be a good move to do publicly for her, to give her some closure because, you know, what was done publicly can only be undone publicly. You need, you know, you're not gonna get your family back. You're not in love anymore, but you do love them. I saw a picture of your family, man. Beautiful family. So now Thank moving so forward, man. Here's what we have to do as men. Even though we make a mistake and we cost ourselves the family structure, we cannot crumble the fiber of the family because them kids ain't got nothing to do with this. Right. And and, and, and and kids are affected by divorce. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, they are. For they, sure. They Absolutely. are affected. Absolutely. And so what they have to know at the end of this, Martel, from my standpoint is, they have to know that their daddy loved them more than he loves anything else. Your yeah. children have to know that you <laughs> love them more so than you love anything else you've ever done. And so it becomes a part of if you and the wife can be cool enough to sit in front of the children and show a unified front, I don't know where y'all at with that, 
I don't know if that's doable. I don't know if the hurt is too much right now. Because sometimes it takes time. And like Bishop Jakes yeah. told me, he said, man, you can't just say I'm sorry and expect to walk back in there tomorrow and it's all good. Right. He said, that's not how this works. That's how, you, that's how it used to be. Right. Yeah. Right. Because somebody got injured. Yeah. You know, and deeply, even though they put deeply, a bandage on it, deeply, the pain is still there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm assuming, Martell, you call because you, I mean, look, man, obviously you love your family, your kids. Most definitely. Most definitely. And so we got we to gotta get in there, man, and produce, so, do you think? What you're, you're saying step one, Steve, is to publicly apologize on his road to to redemption and, and getting, you know, moving forward with his life. You're saying step one is to publicly apologize. See, the Lord's Prayer says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against mm-hmm. us. You can't expect God to show you grace and mercy if you don't exhibit grace and mercy. Yeah, because you know what I mean. Was, that was one of the things that upset the women so much is that the arrogance <laughs> that you had. Yes. It seemed like you were just so arrogant about it, and you know, just what? Yeah, I did it. It is whatever. what it and is. You kept, you kept lying yeah. about it, and all, and all of that, and that's what infuriated us. You were so arrogant. So now, yeah, because at the beginning, I didn't humility. want everybody. I didn't want the whole country in my business. First off, you know, because it wasn't a, on a, a plan of more tale. No, 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 stop. I mean, it wasn't a plan of more tale. To put my, because I knew what was going to happen if it got out. So I didn't want it to be out. So yeah, I'm going to lie. But at first, I'm like, no, I, I wasn't cheating. I don't want everybody to know it. She knew, and I knew. Mm-hmm. And to me, that should have been it. It shouldn't have been brought to you guys. It shouldn't have been brought to the world, you know? Because yeah. I knew uh, it was going to happen. So well, I was, yeah, I was lying about it. Well, before, well, at least well, you're honest I'm, about that. Well, I'm perfectly <laughs> Listen to me, Shirley. Every man on this show understands yeah. that right yeah. there. Yeah, he's honest about lying. have about lying before. Hold it down. You have got to lie. Yeah, yeah, we only have a couple of minutes left, so let, let's, <laughs> let's let Martell have the floor so he can publicly apologize. Go ahead, Martell. Okay. Um, so, to Melody, um, the person I've been with for over 14 years, um, I grew up with you. Um, we've accomplished a lot in life. Um, we got four beautiful children and... Um, you know, I wouldn't be the person that I am, and I'm not talking about the negative things, but I wouldn't be the person I am with, without you. Um, I do love you. I love what we um, stood for. And it's my uh, my deepest hope that we can, you know, um, co-parent together, um, accomplish that, and make sure that we raise our children um, in the same way that we wanted to raise them when we are together. So I just want you to know that I, I am sorry to have put you through this, my children through this, our families through this. I mean, it, it, it hurts me. I mean, I know it hurts you just as much as it hurts me. And I'm sorry, uh, Melody, for everything that I've done. Everything. But I thank you for the opportunities that you gave me. You gave me plenty of chances to get it right. God gave me plenty of chances to get it right. I remember us talking about um, things um, in terms of God blessing us and showing us favor. And then every time I step out, we lose that favor. And... To you, uh, I, I wish you the best in life, um, your career, and um, from the bottom of my heart, I, I am sorry. I am. Well, brother, I think I think it's sincere. You know, um, and one day, man, one day, man, this this will all get better. So we thank you for joining us, Martel Holt. Thank you. Man. Yeah, thank you, Martel. I, I appreciate you guys so much. I thank yeah. you guys. Thank you, brother. <laughs> 
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 